Hey there, this is Ricky of Leaders That Follow, and today is day eight of the Lenten Challenge, 40 Days in the Desert, and we're walking with Jesus and Job throughout the course of this Lent. So today is chapter eight. We're going chapter by chapter through the book of Job in the Bible, and today we're on chapter eight. And today's the first time we hear from the second of Job's friends, and his name is Bildad, and he's basically, he's trying to challenge Job, because Job is, is kind of losing hope. And so his friend is trying to challenge him to not lose hope. And, you know, he's going through a difficult time. He's lost his, his family, especially his children, have all been murdered. So, I mean, obviously that's a difficult thing to go through. Um, but Bildad doesn't hold back. And he speaks the truth, even though sometimes the truth is not what we want to hear, even, even though sometimes the truth hurts. And so this is what he says. He says, how long will you utter such things? The words from your mouth are a mighty wind. Does God pervert judgment? Does the Almighty pervert justice? If your children have sinned against Him and He has left, the, left them in the grip of their guilt. That's Job 8 verses 2 through 4. So I mean, can you imagine someone telling you this after you've just had all 10 of your children murdered in one day? I mean, obviously it's not what you want to hear. And I know most of us, we tend to avoid confrontation. Uh, we don't want to tell the truth if it's going to hurt somebody. We want to just kind of leave it as it is or, or sugarcoat things. But Bildad does not do that. He speaks the truth even though he knows it's going to be challenging. And he's, he's hoping it's going to challenge Job because that's what Job needs right now. He needs to be challenged not to give up hope. And what he's doing is he's trying to get Job to understand that, that God is good, right? So even though sometimes God allows bad things to happen, it doesn't mean that God is not good. And so what he's talking about in this situation is death, right? So if if God allows us to die, if God has allowed these children of Job's to be murdered, does that mean that God is bad or evil? And we've already talked about the idea that God allows um, bad things to happen to us with the hopes that we can learn from it. He doesn't cause it, but he allows it, he permits it. So we've talked about that, I won't get into that today. But what I do wanna say is that we all face the death question. At the end of our lives, whether it's today or tomorrow or you know, decades and decades from now, we're going to face the death question. And that question is, do you love me? That's what God is going to ask us. When we face God at the end of our lives, He's going to ask us that question. Do you love me? How are you going to respond? I think most of us would say, oh yes, of course, God, we love you. <laughs> but um, if, you, if you look back to Jesus after the resurrection, he appears to his disciples. Simon, Peter, and the disciples are out on a boat on, on the sea. They're fishing. And they look over to the shore and they see a figure walking along the shore. And Simon realizes it's the Lord, it's Jesus. So he hops out of the boat and goes running over to Jesus. And Jesus says, come on, let's eat some of the fish that you guys have caught. Um, there's another you know, miraculous catch scene as when he first met uh, Peter. But after the, the little breakfast scene, Jesus takes Peter aside. And they're, they're again, they're walking along the shore. Jesus says, Peter, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus says to him, feed my lambs. Simon Peter says, yes, Lord, I love you. Jesus says, prove it. Prove it by your actions. Prove it by your life. That's what God is going to say to us. Because he's going to ask us that same question, right? He's going to say, do you love me? We're going to say, yes, of course. He's going to challenge us. He's going to say, prove it. And that's where... He's going to show us our whole life. Our whole life will flash before us because he's going to show us, well, if you really love me, have you lived your life 
in accordance with that? Has your life been a testimony? Has it borne witness to the fact that you love me, that you are my disciple? And that's where things are going to get real, right? So when Bildad is challenging Job to trust in God and, and that God is good and just, he tells Job that you know if, if his kids have sinned and, and they've died because of it, all Job can do is, is really pray for them, right? That God is going to have mercy on their souls. But ultimately, we know that death is not the end. It's just the beginning of eternity. So when God asks us, do you love me? And we say yes. Well, it's basically he's saying, do you want to spend eternity in heaven with me or not? If we don't, if we don't love God, if we don't want to spend eternity with him, he's not going to force us, right? God can never force us to do anything. He's given us the great gift of free will. So uh, I think that's the big lesson that we're learning today with this reading is the fact that God's not going to force us to spend eternity in heaven with him. But if we want to say that we do want to spend heaven, uh, that we do want to spend eternity with him, then that means we've, we have to love God. And if we say we love God, then he's going to ask us to prove it. And we prove it by the example of our lives. We're going to look back at our lives and say, have we loved God? And that's the lesson today that we're learning. Um, so Job has to understand that he's got to understand that you know life is short. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. We don't know when our last day is going to be. We don't know when we're going to face God and have to answer this question. So we got to change our life now. We have to, to look at our lives and say, you know, what are the things in my life? Um, or is my life bearing witness to the fact that I love God or not? If it's not, what changes do I need to make in order to prove that I love God, in order to show God that I love Him? right to, to live in that relationship in that intimacy with God day after day not just at, at the moment of death but every day to, to wake up and, and praise God to show sorry about that to show that we love him so that's our lesson today I think and and, and build out after he challenges Job he says you know still if you have recourse to God make supplication to the Almighty should you be blameless and upright, surely now he will rouse himself for you and restore your rightful home. So don't discount the power of prayer. God is loving and merciful. And of course, if we come to him and ask him for help, he's going to give it to us, right? He's going to give us help. He's going to give us whatever we need in order to live in relationship with him, in order to live a good, holy life. So that's our lesson for today, day eight of the challenge. Make sure you go over to leadersatfollow.com just in case you miss one of these videos, at least you'll get the email uh, with a written reflection. And I'll be back here with you tomorrow on day nine. So have a blessed day.